<laughs> a lot of things are terrible, but Pete Buttigieg dropped out right before a pandemic and then an economic collapse hit. And he's the only young person during a pandemic that kills old people. He let Joe Biden and Obama bully him out of what is literally like his life's work that he would have succeeded at if they had backed him. Oh, he yeah. could have gotten all of it, but instead... He fucking let himself be awestruck by Obama and pushed out of the lane so badly that now he gets nothing. Nothing. Yeah, it is worth noting because I feel like some people forget that Barack Obama personally flew in with Joe Biden to meet with Pete Buttigieg and convince him before Super Tuesday with Amy Klobuchar to drop out. It was that great consolidation. Beto was in there. Didn't they have to? Didn't he? earlier before because they tried to get him to drop out and he said fuck off yeah yeah and, and then that's it why took they needed to bring the obama in. push like it took like bringing in the messiah for neoliberal the god had to come in <laughs> and sit him down but to brett's point like imagine you're pete Buttigieg for a second your life is hell either way whether you're cynical or earnest right to what brett said on the cynical side he dedicated his entire life since he was six years old whereas like first grade classmates are saying like he was asking what's the more presidential name peter or pete right yeah like to go from that all the way up to win a primary like he won iowa unfairly but he won iowa and he was way above biden who was a dismissed candidate all the way to south carolina which after meeting obama he gave up now, like you said, he's a young person in a pandemic. He's looking at Joe Biden, who cannot get through a sentence, literally. He goes on the Sunday shows, and it really feels like the hosts feel bad for him, right? Like, it is true weekend at Bernie's. They're just propping up uh, They're just propping up a corpse. Pete Buttigieg, the cynical side of him, must have been like, do you understand if I'm the front runner right now? If I said no, Biden is gone. It's yep. me versus Bernie, and I'm a young dreamer with ideas, willing to bridge the divide and focus on what matters to real Americans. I'm not a radical. I loved Bernie when I was in college, but I've grown like much of America, and I have solutions. He would be doing fireside chats on Twitch every single day, yep. and he, Pete Buttigieg would be the next president. I, I genuinely believe this. He would murk oh, he would Bernie, and he would become the president of the United States if he didn't. Yep bend the knee and he would run the pandemic the wartime president every time and he had the stamina too every time the yep. press conference would end msnbc would cut over to the front runner De now for the dem response pete Buttigieg. he'd do his obama impression and everyone would go wow great without any of the uncomfortableness of what your eyes can see when they gaze towards biden also now, probably now, significantly wait, wait. less rape charges uh, that he'd have to be fielding right now, which is putting the libs in a fun, fun spot to, to watch them squirm in and try and defend. Uh, you no, know, I mean, they're literally saying, like, I'll, I'll take the rapist that's better yeah. for our economy, which, oh, like, yeah. I mean, that's just, again, the quiet part out loud. The Pete Buttigieg, the other side of Pete Buttigieg is the earnest side, right? If he genuinely, I don't believe this is the case, but if he's really like, oh, shucks, America rules. Like, I just want to be the president because I love this country so much, and I genuinely believe everything I say. Total bullshit, right? But it's almost worse if you're that guy because if you bent the knee to Joe Biden, you essentially handed over control of America to an empty throne during its worst pandemic in centuries. During its largest pandemic. What is probably going to be the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression, and it might end up being worse. So if you are, oh, it'll an, be it'll be worse. If it'll you're worse an earnest Pete Buttigieg, uh, you get to go to sleep every night uh, thinking that you personally might have caused the death of thousands of Americans and doomed the country that you love permanently, at least in a, a systemic, structural way. It's not going to resemble the America that you fell in love with. And if you're cynical, whoops, life's work fucked. Yeah, if you're earnest, you're basically <laughs> Judas. If you're Ernest P. Buttigieg, you're yeah. Judas and you took the silver. How'd Enjoy that go? Enjoy your silver, motherfucker. <laughs> Watch old Biden stumble around. You'll never be him.
I'll just say, so I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about with this. Uh, the stimulus just passed. We can talk about that. God. And a lot of these thoughts for me are like, I, I dealt with, oh, wait, I had to join the fucking military last time around. Right? Well, Zoomers need to sit down and get a lesson. <laughs> yes. You have no idea. I, I, I genuinely, with love, I say this, right? Like, right now, things seem bad. But this is where uh, me and Brett remember, like, late 07, 08, 09. Like, you would notice a couple little things be pretty shitty. And then all of a sudden, all at once, it would just be like, oh, those were the precursors. We're fucked now. Yeah. At the moment, you're just like, that's a weird news story. Huh? That's another one of those news stories. What's this about Bear Stearns? Oh, I guess he says it's uh, fucked. Yes. I graduated college into this shit. So what we're going to do this episode, I think, is just break down a number of things that have been on our mind. It's yeah. not going to be great in terms of structure, but we're just going to run through it because we haven't done this for a while uh for reasons you can probably imagine yeah uh -huh. <laughs> let's just get it all out is that yeah. fair yeah absolutely so we're gonna jump around but just like this is gonna be catharsis and i promise you the same thing i promise you every episode i will never be funny <laughs> <laughs> i'll I, i'm just gonna interrupt and then hopefully get people back on track so welcome to dumb and awful this is brad at relentless board this is Rob uh, at Dumb and Awful. And this is Nathan at Mark's Madness Pod. First, let's set it up here for a second. The moment we're in, because this is one of those things that, like, it's fascinating to me to watch the reaction from both media and politicians. And this, again, this way, I, I wanted to wait a few weeks just to see, right, to see if they recognize there is a pandemic. That's awful. Horrific. Yes. Tons of people are going to die. The healthcare system clearly can't handle it. Um a lot of the politicians have refused to do just basic public health shit. Like as of April 1st, the Florida governor DeSantis just now finally was like, shit, maybe we should let people stay inside. Their cases have been skyrocketing. Florida has the same average age, if not older than Italy. It's going to be awful. Just, just so uh, we're early in this episode, just so you all know kind of where me and Brett are at, we are now basically fine with the fact that we will be Zoom burying our parents. Yes. That's almost certainly what's going to happen. We're, my mom, my mom being, is sick, by the way. Yeah, I got that I'm information. Not, I'm not today. being ironic. Uh, our parents, at least on balance, one or probably two among our shared, but yeah, we'll die. Yeah, I, I, it's they're just, telling us stories. They're they're going like, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's reached down here yet. You know, in New York, we'll actually, you know what, we should make the picture of us when we went out today yeah. the fucking thing. Because it looks like we found all, all of our Antifa stuff in the basement and then brought it up to reuse it for <laughs> coronavirus. But down in Florida, they're just like, yeah, I, we heard it's kind of a New York thing or whatever. But, you know, it, it's things are going here, doing great, doing great business at the restaurant. Love to see all the spring breakers still. It's like, oh, you're dead. Yeah, they yep. only so the rest of us have been locked down for like, what, a week or two now. They are only in the last three days have started saying like, oh, we're running out of grocery stuff. And it's like, welcome, welcome to the shit show, friends. My mom has had bronchitis like three times this year. Oh, Jesus. Like, I'm just like, mom, I want you to, I want you to know you, like, you, you need to stop because you, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> you're the person this hits. Like. I, I told my dad, he's like, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm trying to save some of that vacation time, you know, cause he's working as a security guard. Like it's fucking rough trying to like work and there's no retirement there's no social safety net so he's working as a security guard they're making him come in every day i'm like use every moment of sick leave you have or at your funeral i will praise bob novak in your eulogy i will find all of your political opponents who you watched on the sunday shows and i will dedicate your and I, I will i will truly i'll name what tucker carlson he's coming back <laughs> William F. Buckley, all, everyone, get everyone in. They're all coming back for your eulogy. And you know what? My uncle, your brother, is going to be nodding very satisfied. <laughs> that's what happens if you don't take sick leave. But so, but like, that's the tier I have to be at because yeah, they're just yeah. like, oh, I'm thinking about me, me and Corky might go out fishing on the John boat. Uh, yeah, you're going to be out fucking dying on the John boat. I hope it's worth it for that shitty ass Florida bass. Yeah, that's where. So uh, that is the backdrop, right? This is a horrific enough situation, but what it has created is an economic crisis that I don't think Ooh. I don't think people recognize or understand what's happening. Yeah. We're at so much unemployment that you literally cannot get through to the unemployment office. 
we're at the point where every single person I know in my age group who have had good jobs is either furloughed or unemployed, and they're already starting to freak the fuck out because they have no money. There's no way to get more money, and the government is doing jack shit to help them. This is the situation we're in. We are facing a genuine depression larger than the last one, and our fucking public officials are acting like this is the last recession, uh, which, by the way, that didn't fucking work last time either to get us out of it. But they're doing the same things again. And they're acting like it's a not they're just being nonchalant in their approach to what is a horrific situation. If you are under 40, you have now seen two massive economic crises and both times. Neither party did shit for you. They did not do a fucking thing to help you when you were desperate or facing unemployment or facing fucking getting kicked out on the street. They did nothing. They try to put out $1,200 to buy off your fucking loyalty for what? Well, how long is that going to last you in literally any city? If you vote Democrat, you don't deserve the promises they're making you anyway. That's where we're at. And they are doing nothing. Instead, what the Democrats are doing is trying to still knife Bernie and his staff. And what they've done is they put themselves in a situation over the last six months in which they are so incapable of approaching any policy that Bernie approves of that they can't do it. They can't let themselves do the right thing to save the system. And that's what we're talking about right now. I'm going to be as clear as fuck about this. If 30% unemployment continues and they don't help regular people out, people are going to fucking riot and they should. Every person who's young has not seen the system work for them. They're going to riot and they should. That's where we're at now. Neoliberalism, I, I would say, me and Brett argue about this. I, I don't think, I think this one is dumb, not awful, because I don't think they have a choice. I think the, the, the covenant that is neoliberalism means that you're signing up to be a bull rider, and that bull is the market. And at increasing frequencies, you're going to have boom and bust cycles. And the game is you cannot get off that bull. Because the common sense answer is a social safety net. It's yes. democratic yeah. socialism or social democracy or, or ML, whatever whatever it is, it's a real-world material solution that resolves the immense suffering that your, citizen, your, that your citizens are going through. But that is not the pact of neoliberalism. The game of neoliberalism is capitalism in this country must boom and bust. And when it's booming take all the credit and consolidate all the gains to you and yours. And then when it's busting, do the same thing, but see if you can pull it off as many times as possible before they drag you out of your house. That has been the arc of history and it has not changed. It has not been innovated since the Pelosi third way near a Tandon crew has entered into prominence. There is no analog for what they're going through and they keep just trying to roll out the same things that solved other problems. So, like, Brett, you're exactly right. They're using all the same plays that they used in 08. They're like, oh, they're, they're implementing them much faster. Well, QE and fucking, you know, fucking bond buybacks and shit like that help when you have a liquidity problem because banks go under because they don't have any equity. They, that's not the problem this time. You've never had a fucking crisis that hits your supply and your demand side well, globally the, both. that fucking hard. You've never had one. The good news is, uh, Nathan, it, it is both. For all that, th- this is the other issue I have, is that even if it was 08 again, the same solutions wouldn't work. Because what yeah. happened in 08 is you robbed everyone who wasn't rich of what wealth they had left. There wasn't anything left in the system this time around. No one has a fucking house. Everybody lost it last time, didn't magically get it back, right? There's no wealth left in the fucking system to rob from regular people anymore. You have cut it to the bone. So even if it was 08 once again, and you did the same things again, it would be fucked. But it's it's not that it's not 08. It's that it's 08 plus. And it's very frustrating for the people who lived through 08. Jesus, yeah. To see all the same shit going and be like, all of you on New York Times opinion, you weren't around fucking 12 years ago when we just did this and you wrote the same exact shit. You probably had to control F your old articles to find paragraphs to put in here. We're all just going to redo the same exact thing even despite the horrific amount of pain everyone went through. 
yes. So, so, so to set this up, what we have is obviously everybody has to stay home for Corona, right? That makes sense. That's one thing. But yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> but if if that's our initial, I forget about Corona sometimes just because of how fuck this is. Sorry. Yeah. But that's so that's a precipitating event. But so what you've seen from every other first world government, including by the way the goddamn Tories in the UK, the Conservatives even still figured this out as they went. The thing we have to make sure is that people don't get fired. So what we'll do is we'll underwrite. Uh, again, virtually every European country has already done this. What we're going to do is we're going to underwrite your payroll for every single company at like 75% just to keep them on the payroll. Once you get fired, those jobs don't come back. That's the no. problem. It's not like the Never. business owners go like, oh, I had to tighten my belt, but we need, we need to go find Kelly. Remember we laid Kelly off 18 months ago? Let's go find her and get her back at the same rate. That does that never happens. That th those jobs disappear forever, and some of those people that used to have those jobs also disappear from Department of Labor statistics because at a certain point, and this has ha been happening more and more, they've vanished them as just a non-job seeker. They've been out of the market for so long. You don't get counted if you're unemployed for long enough. All yeah. of you, all of you Zoomers, are just like, oh yeah, well, the un once the un unemployment rate gets uh, real high, they'll have to do something. They fucking obfuscate that. They, they juke the numbers like you can any time in statistics to make sure that your generation will be erased. But yeah, so the jobs aren't coming back. Even if, even if like tomorrow there's a cure, we're going to come back. All of those companies aren't going to immediately rehire because now they're going to be afraid and they're going to go, well, thank God I managed to offload a bunch of this payroll, right? That'll help keep our company alive. And they're not going to hire you back. And if they do, it'll be in a slow trickle. Meanwhile, all of you are still unemployed and fucked, right? That's now. That uh, that doesn't even assume that there's going to be more layoffs, which there are coming, yeah. more furloughs, which are coming, and that we have a government that's so fucking dumb at every level, they will do austerity. They are stupid enough to fire more people in the middle of this. They're already talking about it in almost every city and state that's been hit hard. New York's already talking about how they're going to lay off city employees. Where are those people going to go? They can't pay rent. There's not. We can't get chicken in this in new york city right now me and brett went on a hunt for chicken we can't get chicken we That's can't great. we can't get uh we, we well maybe we'll order the thing you can't get amazon here anymore everyone is like locked down and it's going to be this way for a long time so let me just uh even even after corona's over and the economy is reformed however it might be uh zoomers let me just give you a little reality check However long this takes, right? Let's say you're in your early 20s, you just graduated, or you're about to graduate. There's going to be a wasteland in front of you. Uh, it's going to make it really hard to apply for jobs. I've both hired for jobs and applied for jobs uh, that just get thousands, thousands of resumes. This is what a depression looks like, is you will apply to literally 500 jobs in one year, or in six months, or in three months. You will get one interview, and you will find 40 people in the waiting room that is what and all of them look desperate and hungry like you yes that that is what uh, a depression looks like but you will finally get a job eventually maybe if you know things just resettle into the status quo which big fucking if but you'll get it a little bit delayed and you'll be slightly older than all the other entry-level people and it'll fuck your career forever yep. what you just saw happen with the millennials when they're all just like, so I did a thing, and like everyone's just like got some, uh, not a slur, I'm using it as an adjective. Everyone's had some retarded maturation. <laughs> like, like they <laughs> using they, it in the only way it can be used and not get canceled. Their, their career progress has been severely retarded. And so right now, they're in a sort of economic precarity in their 30s uh, that is not relatively novel and nothing like what gen x and the boomers faced we're about to get hit a second time so uh don't worry about us we're basically like the the dusk guides of the badlands now you can write us off entirely but i just need you if you're a zoomer to know what's in front of you your career today is already kneecapped whatever your ceiling was three months ago bring it down and if that is the case Take this new uh, constant value and start plugging it into some of the algorithms with which dictate whether or not you go out into the street, whether or not you get involved with uh, leftist politics, whether or not you do any sort of activism. Because chances are uh, the gold at the end of the rainbow just lost about half its volume. So, you know, maybe taking some risks now isn't the worst thing in the world.
Yeah, suddenly politically risky ideas sound super fucking appealing, don't they? What do I know? I just lived through almost the exact same thing last time. Uh, and it was the milder version. And this looks yeah. honestly more fucked, and everyone's repeating the exact same thing. So, you know. High visibility vest, uh, yellow vest, uh, twelve dollars, local hardware store. Everyone, oh, take yeah. your, take some of your twelve hundred dollars, get your, get yourself a nice vest. Fucking um, steal it, Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, that, don't I mean, steal it. That's wrong. In, in Minecraft and for parody and satire, um, but it's terrifying because we just everyone that entered that job. I mean, because I entered the job market at the same, probably about a year or two, I probably got lucky enough to enter it about a year or two after you guys did. Um, and it still sucks, but I live in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, so any job will allow me to like subsist essentially at that rate. Uh, and even that, real wages have been depressed since the last time we did this. And they were just, I mean, last year or two, just starting to make itsy bitsy little gains to kind of try years. and move again. And gone. Erased. Gone. Backwards. Probably negative. I mean, we're probably going to go back again. Even assuming we're in the Halcyon era where we can just go right back to the way things were, uh, they aren't hiring all of you back at your normal nope. uh, salaries. No, everyone is now entry level again once you re-enter the workforce. And they'll hire the kids coming out of college over you. Oh, yeah. Zoom I Zoomers. forgot about that part. Yep. Zoomers that are working the exact same jobs as millennials and being like, damn, what happened to you? Well, question answered. Yeah. Yep. They're about to find out. Yeah, yeah, there's there's about to be another version of you that doesn't understand your economic You plight. You, you want to know why virtually every podcast host is in their early 30s or late 20s? Well, you just <laughs> fucking found out, didn't you? Hi. It's yeah, real infuriating. It's, and I and I know this isn't to say like Zoomers aren't aware of this. It's just to say that you were young enough that you didn't have to live the adult version you of don't, it. You don't, know it until you, you don't know it until you experience it. Yeah. That's actually weirdly something that uh, this has been recorded and deleted. And you'll probably lose 80% of this riff now, even on this one. But <laughs> it, it's, it's a little bit why I'm happy Bernie lost. Um, because long story short... Um, if Bernie wins, right, it's looking like if Bernie wins in the middle of a pandemic and then faces the entire imperial core who is calling for austerity. And, and by the way, they will let the economy collapse if Bernie is the nominee or the president, right? They don't need to pump. They've been no. pumping total student loan forgiveness into the bond market basically every day. Yep. Right, so they can save the economy or not. We definitely have the money. Uh, read MMT, you know, like we have the money. But if he gets in there, he's going to fail, and the story's going to be, oh, look at Bernie. He was too busy with pie in the sky, couldn't actually get ventilators and masks to people, and now the economy collapsed. And we go back to a, a, a strong, charismatic fascist like Pete Buttigieg, and we are just fucked forever. That is one way this shit could go. Another way this shit could go is they prop up literal corpse Joe Biden who just makes completely obvious the contradictions of capital. Who was in the administration last time we had a collapse and did jack shit And for did us. jack shit. Who is bad on everything including literally grabbing them by the pussy. Yeah. If this is the guy that you put up to be your savior while the system economically and just like socially is crumbling, it's probably, if you survive, big if, it's probably better long, long, long term. Um, not a good thing at all. This is real black pill shit. And as Brett said, I would much rather have Bernie Sanders uh, running our war economy as we fight this pandemic because at least it won't be uh, austerity. That said, Zoomers had to see for themselves, just like we had to see for ourselves. And now that Zoomers went heart and soul into electoralism, and they did, they did a great yeah. job. I'm so fucking, they're, they're the better generation. Uh, now that you got to go all in for Bernie and see for yourselves what happens, even when you do your absolute best and have the once in a generation candidate who actually has very few flaws and is an earnest honest politician this is the most honest politician you will ever running, see with a groundswell of support against donald trump of all people running against donald trump who's a dipshit and his number one threat is the fifth placed doddering like non-entity that is joe biden and you still lost in the same way i couldn't tell you that the economy is not your friend uh and that you actually need to look out for each other because nobody else is. This has been a great lesson in electoralism. Look how much you've learned recently. Now, just please 
let that be an impetus for you connecting with your community and trying to make things better and radicalizing. Yes, yeah, radi- yes. radicalize in this direction would be great because there's a real threat of like eco-fascism and border closures and stuff. Well, but that's that's and we we talk about this all the time. This is not it's in Rob you called it black it's not black pill and that's I hate the I hate the argument that if you're if you didn't think Bernie Sanders was if you didn't think the whole electoral push was right that you were either black pilled or an accelerationist. There is a there is a distinct reality that is not either of those two. And it's if you've just been alive and seen it, or if if God forbid, and again, wrong place, but if you've like studied this shit historically as to how it always goes and how it works and how that system is designed to survive shit like this, you're gonna recognize pretty quickly that trying to elect anybody is a shitty idea. Trying to put any amount of effort into fighting that system is just garbage. I mean, the fucking political bullshit with AOC and all this stuff and everyone's blackpilling on her now and, and starting to, to, to slide. It it doesn't make any sense to keep throwing yourself time and time again at a system that, and again, they did a great job of showing how barren it is this time and how just, like, they don't give a single fuck about even pretending that they're playing on a level playing field. They, they've shown the power, by the way, of... of- systems and organization because they very easily did this with some of the biggest dumbasses on earth and it took them to the last second but because they had systems in place you could basically have nothing in your cranium and still manage to get another nothing in his cranium guy to usurp bernie's front runner status i mean let's give a shout out to basically everybody over 50 who still believes the news because that's part of what's helping out here um oh for sure but i was gonna say Last depression was the last time socialism was super popular in this country, right? And it was a genuine threat. Yep. And so what the politicians did is they turned to somebody, FDR, to save the system. And then they just let him save the system. He had to fight with them a lot for it, but he saved the system. Uh, he kept it afloat. He basically helped fucking save the country as it exists. Yes. Well, whether or not that's a good thing, up for debate. No, nope, he nope. did do a lot of harm <laughs> reduction. Okay. Whether or not you think long term it's good, but so this time around, we have the FDR sitting there, and they've said, "Fuck you, old man. We're not doing that this time." Yep. So I'm not blackpill on this one. I don't think the system survives this. Full stop. I don't think they make it through because they're too fucking dumb to do the things necessary when we're in this state. That you don't have anyone at the top that you can have confidence in. Every single young person has been fucked their entire adult life, right? This is literally how you get collapses of society is that all the young people get fucked and fucked and fucked and they see their entire future vanish before their eyes. And then they see the old people in charge, not even give a fuck to throw out a bone to save them. And then they go ape shit. Here's my thing with uh, for all that everybody loves to say that like the youth don't care about anything. They don't vote. Blah, 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 blah. This is the, this is the way the youth involvement tends to work. They've done a great job of making sure that the youth know that nobody wants you to fucking involve yourself in politics. And if you show up, we're going to make you wait in line for six hours. They made it really clear there. But here's the problem with youth involvement is it's fucking binary. You get nothing, nothing, nothing. And then when you get something, it's something you don't fucking want. If every single young person suddenly realizes the system has betrayed them utterly and is not coming to help them, that's when the switch flips and it doesn't flip to, oh, let's protest politely. That's not how that goes, right? There's a reason why every other fucking massive societal upheaval is started by students or young people. Like, just go look through. There's a reason it's always like, oh, well, the students are doing massive riots and protests. Well, the students, because they're the ones who saw their entire futures destroyed. And they're the ones who know they have to live in this garbage system for decades to come. And they go, it's not worth it. None of this is worth it. I haven't seen any of the promises. The social compact that you claim exists in this country has not done a fucking thing. They've never even seen it. No, I haven't fucking seen it. We we basically we saw it up until the recession. The promises. I saw it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were never really called in. It was a Santa Claus type thing. It was like I'll tell you what. As long as you go to college, you're guaranteed a job. And it's like, well, that seems wild are you sure and it's like yep that's how it was for me in 1972 when i paid 12 dollars for college anyway good luck right like it seemed like okay well as long as i don't question it but now shit is very fucked class consciousness is real at least for the zoomer generation and brett you were talking a little bit about uh moments in your like theory the the conservatives had theirs the neoliberals had theirs and it feels like this is ours now maybe we thought it was bernie but 
Uh, and yeah. maybe it was, but this is our. Do you want to talk this about this? This is something this, I've been thinking about for a while. So, like, you always see the the older people will talk about like incrementalism, and like you young people don't realize that's not how things change. It changes little by little. That's fucking stupid. That's not how change occurs. Very rarely do you get small incremental changes. That is a rare thing. Yeah, you take it when you can get it, but usually what you do is you build and you build and you build, and nothing happens, and nothing happens, and nothing happens, and nothing happens, and then all of the fucking sudden everything happens. And that's how it tends to go. This is what happened in 9-11 was the conservatives. The conservatives basically had been building this fucking power base with the Federalist Society, with uh, backbench judges for years, for decades. They'd been fucking poisoning the minds of people between Fox News and Rush Limbaugh for decades. But mostly, mostly meaninglessly. It was a culture yes. war. It was called the culture war because they were like fringe right cranks that didn't like dancing. And then you got 9-11. And they seized their moment to slam through basically all the horrific shit we've been living through for a while now. Biden, by the way, helped them write all that stuff. But uh, uh, they got two wars out of that. They managed to get mass state surveillance. They managed to build ICE. ICE did not exist before 9-11. I don't know that everybody remembers that. ICE didn't fucking exist. They managed to create their own internal fascist police with 9-11. They did all of this after one moment. That's all it took. And they seized it. Oh wait, was the opportunity for the liberals to seize the moment, and they did. They created. They absolutely did. By the way, oh, they yeah. got. They that's got how exactly useless they are. They they, they they got exact. They got an. They got an a market based heritage foundation ACA that you could use to do state based marketplaces that you could browse on an app in theory, and as long as they held the executive branch forever, it would always be fine. And it's like, that is, you know, to us. It seems like, oh, damn, they, they failed to get really good health reform, and we just got the ACA. That's a failure. No, no, that's the liberal dream. After the crash of 08, neoliberalism got to run wild in the same way that conservatism did, or neocons did, after 9-11, right? They got their way. And as is the case when liberals and neoliberals run wild, it got us to this current moment. Maybe the third one. So 9-11, the recession, and now. And now it really, really has to be the left holding the reins because if anyone else gets there before us, we're fucked. And By the way, if it seems like things are accelerating, it's because it is. It's, oh, it happens. Well, and it's it's the, the, I mean, the quote that I love that, you know, there are decades where nothing happens. There are weeks where decades happen. Uh, fun guy said that, Lenin. Um, but beyond that, smart man. Oh uh, God, such a smart dude. Um, well, uh, again, don't agree with Brett too much because the other night he organically found out that he agrees with Trotsky's theory of change. Well, I mean, <laughs> man, 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 man. Um, but beyond that, wartime communism. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. When you're in the middle of a uh, fucking a wild systemic level event that's when you can get the most change that's when people strike. are open to it because the problem is in a normal this is why i think the whole idea of incremental change and that's how change happens is bullshit because when everything is going okay people understandably go do i really want to throw out the whole system like no. it's not doing great for me but it's also not fucking me like i don't really want to risk it people are very much a devil you know over the devil you don't that's uh, uh, Everyone People is are like path that. of it, least resistance even beyond that. It is, I yes. do not, there is so little, the amount of pain that it will take to get to where everyone on this call wants to go, or everyone listening to this theoretically, if you sit in a communist discord and talk and, and think, the, the vision you want, if you look throughout history, has never come without a significant level of suffering and violence and bloodshed and really awful shit that a normal, well-adjusted human being Pandemics. would not wish on anyone. You cannot be of a you cannot be living in a functioning society where you are not actively being beaten into a pulp and think that that is an acceptable thing. Your brain won't let you go there. It, it is it would be crazy to go there, which is why you see colonized, oppressed people, people of color, all of these groups tend to be the ones that are leading the vanguards of these movements and tend to be pushing hard because they are getting fucked at every moment of every day and realize it very acutely. It, it, it when you, you have to have a certain baseline level of misery before you are willing to do shit like what is going to be necessary to implement any kind of socialism in this country, period. Yeah. They're not going to give it to you. They showed it with Bernie. We offered them the most tepid, version of it we could possibly offer at this juncture and they said fuck you we'd rather you die 
That's it. Yeah. There's no other option. That is what they're saying. Yes. There is no other option. Nathan, you you raise uh, a a good question, which is something that I see actually more people than I've ever seen before uh, asking, right? Which is, you mentioned normal people, just like good people that are just living their life or whatever. Like, what what are they supposed to do, right? So let's say you're you're like a, a typical Zoomer or millennial, or, I mean, whatever. We'll take the generational, uh, reactionary generational warfare bullshit out, and just say like. I'm I'm a normal guy. Uh, I believe in electoralism. I really went all out for my guy this time, and uh, it just feels like it's not that he just lost. It's that God. It feels like the entire state and media apparatus is just trying to rat fuck him out of everything. It doesn't even feel fair. So if I am a normal person who is starting to question electoralism, and I mean this, this is not irony or satire or parody i mean this 100 percent earnestly and genuine right i'm a big dumbass from florida so i can channel this energy uh, effortlessly but okay i I thought it was electoralism but i guess it isn't um what am i supposed to do now and the answer to that question has been interesting like i have um you know i've been listening some podcasts lately and some of the language they're using is getting to like the edge of acceptability, which means like, well, actually, all of you know what I mean, right? <laughs> there, there, there are words that like tankies use that are generally code that they're not using that much code anymore because they're getting really fed up and they're just like, okay, if electoralism doesn't work, what is the next step? And they think they know the answer to that, which is generally like, you know, some sort of uh, direct action in whatever form it takes, right? But that's them. That's MLs. That's people that have done their PSL studies and are like, this is my whole life. A normal person right now who thinks reps don't represent them and electoralism doesn't work, what exactly? Tell me what I'm supposed to do now because we're saying a lot of things that were not okay to say recently. Like, we're seeing a lot of blue checks on Twitter talk about buy a gun and don't pay your landlord and and everyone should have automatic checks from the government and these are like right-wing democrat journalists are starting to say this like the boundaries of our society are starting to blur yep. right things are getting very wavy around what you, you can and can't do say think because right now nobody knows what the future looks like period and they can't even pretend anymore because we're in such flux and i guess i just want i want the answer to tell people that feel disillusioned by this what are you meant to be doing right now i mean if i had a simple easy answer to what that was i would have been all over it a long time ago um what i think and what i honestly keep voting no 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 (laughs) no 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 that, that, okay, so that I'm not voting then. What, what do I do? What do I do? More of these mass worker-led strikes Thank that we're seeing, rent strikes, all of those things need to be happening at like a greater and greater scale every fucking day. Find an organization. Isn't, isn't striking illegal? No. Good. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if it's illegal. If fuck it was, them. You know you have the power in the system. They're telling you that you have to go back to work because otherwise they won't have enough money. Fuck them. They should be paying you. Are you unskilled labor who deserves minimum wage? Are you essential worker? Which one fucking is it? If I'm an unskilled laborer who only deserves minimum wage, then go fuck yourself. I'm not dying for you. Give me fucking hazard pay. Even enlisted dipshits like me got fucking hazard pay, but you don't get it. You don't get hazard pay because we've decided you're not worth a damn. Your life doesn't matter. Fuck you. That is what they are telling you over and over and over again. Fuck these people. Yeah, man, I got a family to feed though. So what do I do? Are they going to feed them? Is the government helping you feed their family? Because if you strike, these big companies will have to pay you because they need you yeah, right now. I just read something on on MSN that says that um, that the Amazon guy struck in Staten Island and they had to fire him because he was getting everyone sick with coronavirus. Yep. Yeah, they fired him because he organized people. And that's, he's not, gonna, that's not what Jeff said. Yeah, they're, they're going to keep lying to you. That's what they'll do. So oh, do I'm, think- I know you're not lying to me. Have you gotten anything from the government to make the situation better? No, I'm not a welfare queen. So you're just going to go unemployed and lose your house, apartment, whatever? Well, I'll find a job. Will you? 
well, we'll talk then. You keep looking and you let me know how that goes. If you do find a job, good. That's wonderful. I, I wish you the best. For the rest of us, that's not an option. We're not finding jobs right now because there are none. This is just where we're at. No one is helping us. We are on our own. That you, means we have to work with each other. You know what, Brett? People, I don't think people believe you yet. That's fine. They don't. Like, I, 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 oh, if, no, if I you know. That's why we're doing this I now. Yeah. I know what's coming. Yeah. They weren't, they, I think so many people that aren't like millennials, the boomers didn't even, it was like a drop in the bucket. It's like, oh, my 401k went down for a little bit, but it came back up. They don't know what they it actually they looks like going on, yeah. on the ground. I mean, boomers were the, the, the kings of telling you like, here's what you do. Print out 25 resumes and you walk down the street and you give one to each business. And I'll tell you what, you'll walk with Put four jobs in one give afternoon. Firm, give them a firm handshake, look them dead in the eye, you know, explain why, why you're great for that job. And I promise you, you'll get a job. That's bullshit. That's not how anything works. You fucking idiots. Yeah, but but so like I think a lot of people just until they actually see Cuomo t today said he expects about sixteen thousand dead people in New York City alone from yeah. coronavirus. Until they see that, and until they see uh, forty they can't pay rent, forty two percent unemployment stated figure, and can't pay rent. I I just. I just don't think anyone learns anything until they do it themselves. That's fine. That's why we're here now. This is like I say before, this is why you do the organizing. I know like it's one of those things where you look back on history and you go like, well, two years before a revolution hit or two years before things go crazy, nothing's happening. You can be living in that moment and go, nothing's happening. I've been working forever. I've been building this movement forever and we're not getting anywhere. Well, and that's never. And then all of a sudden it happens. That's that's not. And that's the, that's the part I want to be careful about because that's not the case. We may not know who's doing work, but two years before any of these revolutions that actually are successful, that do something, that take advantage of a moment and exploit it and and make actual change, there are absolutely people. To, Lenin and Trotsky and Stalin, all of those guys were absolutely on the ground printing pamphlets. We don't know, again, when we do the fun little, I think Pat Oswald has a bit about this, like, oh, you know, you do the fun, I wonder what the retroactive moment of my life's going to be, and I hope it's not, you know, when I doodled a rhinoceros, you know, sodomizing somebody in class kind of a thing. But that's absolutely the case now. We don't know who's going to be stepping up, but whoever is going to step in that power vacuum is doing something right now. And if you're not doing anything, that's not necessarily meaning you're bad at this. The, the, that's going to no, no, your your example. That's the person sure. you're talking the person you're talking to, Rob, the 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 oh well, if you're pitter pattering around and you're not anywhere close to it, that's fine. We don't need fifty percent. I don't need 40%. I don't need I don't need 10% most likely. I just need a group of people, a small a, a a what, you know, by population size small group of people that will do it. And again, I don't buy any of this that the drone strikes whatever. We can't fucking how long have we been fighting endless war in the Middle East? Like if people are are, are that's still going on by the way exactly. in case you forgot oh yeah that no they're still ceased. they're still taking yemen to task bernie, just had, real quiet bernie had 35 percent like coming out to all yep. of his rallies and calling for him he had the best ground game yeah. maybe an organization along that ground game with his app and his tech that maybe american governance has ever seen and a man who didn't campaign had no presence in iowa no ground game wiped him off the map over a weekend no, but that no yeah. but that's you're 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 completely conflating shit you're 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 ex, you're saying that and I, I i get it but that's we organized a ground game to go fight a game that was rigged against us that was intentionally designed yeah. for them to win we took we had the we had an army and we decided to play chess with it you don't play chess with a fucking army. You fucking mobilize them and you run people over. We have the numbers. We have more people. We have more folks on the ground. Then what the fuck are we doing with it? Then why are we taking orders from them and why are we letting them boss them around? Of course they cheated at the game. They invented the rules to and changed at their whims. We're not going to win but off this is that. Where, no, I agree. But this is where I do think all of that stuff is valuable. Like you saw in 08, yes. we had nothing. There was nothing, right? Nothing. The most we could do is protest in city centers and basically get shit on and had Bloomberg fucking demolish stuff. That's not where we're at anymore because we spent all the intervening time building. Yep. So all of that work you did has been useful because... Yeah, by the way, Bloomberg would be the candidate right now, <laughs> but for a strong left resistance just going like, 
fuck no. <laughs> exactly. All, all of the left media, every New York beat reporter that had to live under this dipshit and radicalized off that. Like, you know what? In fairness, let's pat ourselves on the back a little bit because, but for some coalition building, we probably don't even make it through this one. No, but all that work you've done hasn't been in vain because now all of these people who have heard you talk about this stuff for years are now being hit with it. Mm-hmm. And they're going, Wait a fucking second. I know I, I love laughing at the communist memes, but if they're telling me that, uh, you know, I've heard forever socialism's evil for X, Y, and Z reasons, but now I'm standing in a line. I can't afford food. There is no fresh food. Also, the government isn't coming to save me, but the rich people are getting bailouts. The airlines are getting bailouts. Boeing, even though they created a plane that kills people, yeah. they, they got a bailout. I didn't get shit, but Boeing got a fucking bailout. I didn't get shit because I'm a college student. So because I'm a dependent, I don't get money. Or I just graduated and I'm unemployed, but it doesn't matter. I don't get money. I have to choose between, health, gets to money, choose between healthcare and the $1,200 that might help me pay rent. Like that's and they're, they're, are they are they telling me that I don't have to pay rent? No, they're not no. doing that. They're saying, oh, you know, talk talk to them individually. That's not our job. The government's job is not to help you in this situation. They should be doing that out of the goodness of their heart. And there are no fuck you. There are wildly different points of view on how you attack this. But mine has been from the minute we got you know the minute we started doing this on my on on March was that it it is not going to be like pick the find the line, figure out what the actual correct analysis is. And stick to it because in times like this, it was fucking important to have been right. It sucks. You do not want to sit there and be like, I fucking told you this was what was going to happen. But it's important because when shit hits the fan and everyone's looking around like, well, okay, well, everyone else told me that electoralism was the way we were going to do it. But there are these couple fuckers over here that were saying it was never going to work and it was going to get fucked over exactly like this. And here's why. If you're right, then you have at least some credibility in the moment. You can go, look, I hear, and here are the things I read that said why it was right. Oh, look, they all kind of say that we should probably be going and, and you know, parody looking for things now. And here are the organizational steps we should be taking and shit like that. And it's fucking, it, it is important to have some continuity of your message. Again, I am, everyone needs to get there on their own time. You cannot yell someone into thinking the way you do. And I think I realized that most during the cycle. And I, I shout out to everybody in the fucking discord because y'all were, fucking fantastic for that with me and bared with my idiocy but you're not going to yell at someone into thinking the right thing just because well i read a book that said this fucking thing but everyone's going to get there eventually if you just because because you know it you know it's true and you can't get someone there at a rate they're not going to get there i tried on my brother for fucking god knows two and a half years i was like i'm like i have the analysis it's right it's correct here we go hop up 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 and just eh, hand wave, eh, but and then during but during the Bernie thing, he got really invested in it, really believed it was an option, really believed it was it was his shot at influencing it in a positive way that didn't involve the parody and satire. Made calls, did all that shit, and when all of that was when he saw it for himself, had it all ripped away, that was his moment. I had mine. Me getting laid off and realizing exactly what this system is designed to do. And, and, oh, fuck, I'm willing to accept literally any job now. All the five years or whatever bullshit that I was promised and worked towards and did all the right things and said all the right things and fired people for all the right shit, just ripped away for fucking anything. You 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 have to have whatever moment you're going to have that lets you see how fucked this is. And you just can't. And, and I think we're, but now, everyone that's experiencing this right now, none of us have an excuse. Like, we all saw it. We all know what the fucking score is. We can't fucking turn around in two years and be like, blue wave, let's go. Like, we got to fucking start doing shit that tangibly is going to make a difference in people's lives. It can be small shit. It can be big shit. You all know what you're best at. I'm not saying, like, everyone has to get out there and fucking be Lenin, but just don't don't just sit there and black pill yourself into into doing nothing. That's what they want. That will be when they win is if you just convince yourself that your participation is meaningless and you check the fuck out. That's the only thing we can't do right now. Robbie, had a thing? Uh, so it started. So basically, what happened was I started with uh, the first third. This is this is sort of thing with long things, right? If I'm trying not to interrupt, the first third was a perfect setup for a, like you were basically a Trotskyist. <laughs> like you were you were selling like. Trotskyist war communism yes, yep. permanent revolution there yes. accidentally uh but you know like you said people come around in their time here's the thing though Trotsky is still communist so he's way closer to us yes. than any of the and other that's, motherfuckers that's also back to he at least recognizes it he, he might have differing opinions on how to fucking if do it if but like, i had to have if the tr- if the revolution i get is a trot revolution that overthrows capitalism i don't care yeah, no, I'll take whatever. It could be, yeah, so mock- the- be a Machnivist Sterner revolution. If it fucking gets rid of capital, I don't care. 
The hot revolution. Yes. <laughs> I want land I want land pirates and weird doodles. I don't care. Just give me the fucking give me something. So it's the first thing, trot thing, second thing. You you shouted out the, the Discord. I was gonna say, like, I don't want you to to paint the the picture that everyone who listens is in the Discord. It's definitely not no. a very small percentages. But if you are currently feeling stressed or looking for a thing to do, uh I, this isn't even an ad. Our Discord is exceptionally good. It has yeah, nothing not to do us. with us. That's not us. Yeah, we don't. We don't know why. <laughs> All it, we do it, is run off shitty people. It's just like that's, ver- that's our value. <laughs> very friendly, diverse, like group of people that support each other. It, it's I, truly bizarre. There's a reason that I have I have plugs at the end of my show, and the only thing that gets plugged at the end of the show is our socials and your Discord. There's it is it is the most wholesome, <laughs> like welcoming place in the history of time, and it also just I don't know it it it, it is the perfect. Yeah, if you're blend. looking for if you're looking for like, oh, how do I get involved or whatever, like we'll we'll sort you out. Just yes. just pop on by. Check out Brett's Twitter or it something. It is a right? super entry uh, level way to like wade into the waters and then there we, we will shuttle you off to wherever you are you are best served if you if you really want to go that way. You you can only really enter at the entry level. Exactly. And we're happy to be that. Um the other thing is with your your point of you try to convince your brother. Yeah. I, I think a lot of us have done that. Mm-hmm. And, and here's just it, it's your point. You can't you can't just shout someone down. You can't just go like, I, I'm right. Look, I have all the books and I know that. Yeah. You need to show them. You can't tell them that you're right. You need to show them yep. that you're right. And this is the thing that we've been talking about for a while, right? It, it means maybe instead of showing all the books to your brother and saying, oh, look at this. It, it's surplus value. And No, no. You got to shut the fuck up and just without even talking to your brother, just start doing things because then your brother will see oh, this isn't just words. This is a thing that happens in the world. My brother is doing this stuff, and there's other people around him social proofing him. And then when I ask about it, he goes, oh, check out this. And I have like five different shows that are well-produced and smart and funny that make it feel appealing and normal to be involved in this stuff. And then they can make the decision on their own time for themselves based on positive signifiers around what is actually a correct ideology and immortal science marxism (laughs) (laughs) can we brett but you can't but you can't do that that i mean that is i know it sounds so small and embarrassing but like fuck fucking or organize your building start a 501 start a non-for-profit that here's all they do ready you buy a hundred basketball nets and without talking to fucking anyone, you just go install them at all the parks in your city so it doesn't look shitty and the people that go there can enjoy it. And you make it known. And you just who put a little yeah, and you put a little sticker up there. Yep. Right. And that's literally it. Start doing stuff like that now. You're like, well, that doesn't change anything. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it, yes does. it does. If you build an alternate system of power in which people trust you and not the government, because at this point, why would they trust the government? That is everything. That is the, it, it is every successful it order. is. Yeah, yeah. This is the one sort of uh, incrementalism is actually kind of good when it comes to uh, revolution building because it's very hard to just start on day one, right? This is what we've been building for like a decade now. So it's just basketball nets now, right? It, it, it's just a band that We're always has socialist messages now. Yeah, it, it's delivering groceries for people now, right? But eight years ago, it was dumb Stalin USSR memes, and now your favorite e-girls like not my pussy, our pussy. Like this shit has an effect on well, the rhetoric. Look, it's incredible. And, and it's exponential. Look at how many. I mean, again, after you had that first wave in like 2016, I mean, it's been if ever it's like the the Velvet Underground shit. If everyone listened to you know fucking Chapo, and then 12 of them started a podcast, and 12 people that listened to them started a podcast, like. I don't give a shit if all you're doing is podcasting. If all you're doing is podcasting, then you're putting in a fuck. I, I'm not gonna say podcast is labor. I don't. I'm not gonna go that fucking far. But you're you could sit on your ass and watch YouTube and and eat Cheetos or whatever. Instead, you want to fucking sit down and fiddle with knobs and yell into a microphone because you're passionate about something and you give a fuck. And that thing happens to be, God willing, the thing that will save us from the 14 different apocalypses that are coming. If you were willing to go that far someone did something right and you've been moved in the right direction and hopefully you move if you get two or three other people you don't know which one you're yelling at is going to be the one that can actually do something you do not i say this as someone who has a master's in fine arts in writing so i i have if if you know you go rob he's a dumbass i got institutional backing on this one right you do not have to be able to marshal the correct words to make someone feel less alone correct y- you can you- 
you can be boring and make someone feel less alone. Like you can be wrong on some historical facts and make people feel less alone. Like whatever the thing you're doing, uh, it doesn't have to be perfect and it won't be anytime soon and, and maybe ever. But if we're coalition building, we need to find all of these lonely yeah. and alienated people who feel like there's nothing left and they're doomed and actually build communities and organizations and places for them so that like the America that exists in fucking deranged neocon minds uh, with enough of, with enough Americans together passionate about a cause, we actually can get some shit done. For now, organize your workplace if you're still working. They should be paying you more. That's full on. I don't give a fuck if you wildcat strike. Strike. They should be paying you more. They fucking know it. You know it. Get the money from them. Two, if you're in a building of any kind, organize the tenants. I've already seen a lot of great work on this front, and it's fucking amazing how quickly that showed up. This, again, is the value of leftists being in the space for a while, is that the concept of a rent strike, people went, I've heard this a few times. Oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Let's do that. May not work this month, and it may not work next month, but the third or fourth month, when yep. they have ignored it three times, because that's for other people. Well, once the bank account says it's for them, we'll yep. get them. Yep. Just... Get it out there for now. Uh, you'll be surprised how many people are on board. And you, you'll you know your own building. But yeah, that's one of those things that you can absolutely do right now. I know most of us are broken living apartments, so I feel like that's a safe bet. Uh, these are the things you can do in this moment. Also, if you know organizations that are out there supporting, uh, giving groceries to people, anything like that, help them in any way you can. Show up if you can. I understand there's a pandemic, so if you don't want to risk it, totally understand. But these are the sorts of alternative power systems we can develop right fucking now right people are open to it they're listening i have my bellwethers for when things are getting fucked up the people i know where they're at with their ideology and i'm seeing a whole lot of movement all of a sudden it, it's it's what pickle rick might call the szechuan metric <laughs> which is the basic premise of market liberalism is you know you'll be comfortable and you'll have so many consumer choices uh but when you can't get the Szechuan sauce the TV promised you, that that's a little bit of a betrayal and makes you question the system, sure. When you can't get the toilet paper to wipe your ass in the way that you've been assured is the Western most civilized way of wiping <laughs> your ass, all of a sudden you've got some real questions that are existential in nature. Like You haven't had chicken in months. This is some real toilet paper practice <laughs> we're going through. Hey, sewer praxis fucks and sewer socialism works. Let's fucking Do hit it. that shit again. Pun intended. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett, everyone on this board. That was Rob at Dumb and Awful. The show account is at Dumb Awful Show. And this was Nathan at Mark's Madness. Obviously, check out Mark's Madness, the podcast. It's amazing. Uh, if you want to hop in the Discord and talk to all these wonderful people we mentioned, please do. There's a link in the show notes. There's also a link on all of our accounts at this point. Um, we have some back episodes on Patreon, uh, but I'll be honest, we're going to push more towards streaming now that everyone's trapped at home. So we're trying to get to the point where we're streaming daily, if possible. Um, we're going to do a variety of things. We're going to do some Final Fantasy, some Dota, but we're also going to do stuff where like, I'm just cooking with what meager things I can find. And uh, also, because I know everyone needs joy in this moment, I got Just Dance and I will dance for you all on stream and for those who don't understand why this is me really sacrificing i'm horrific at this hold on sorry i was i was when he does the outro i like to go piss and i just sprinted <laughs> back without washing my hands because i did not know he was actually i thought so for a long time brett dancing has been like a patreon goal um because it is so it, it's such a, a deep sacrifice of ego. Like, you have I have no idea. It's, it, I, I heard through the door, he's like, Yeah, no, I'm going to do just dance on stream. This, you have to see this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so, like, it's sacrificing myself on the altar of embarrassment here, you all. Yeah, I don't just... mean to, to <laughs> like reify uh, gender norms, but watch this stream when brett does just dance and for the rest of your life you'll go through each day feeling like more of a man <laughs> and you get to listen to fancy and that's just yes. it's a you can't get more out of a stream oh it, it'll be delightful i promise
just because the absurdity of my large ass poorly dancing is it's comical for absolutely everyone who's ever seen it it's like if you electrocuted a stick bug (laughs) (laughs) but yeah this is originally going to be a a deep patreon goal but unlike the democrats i adjust in times of crisis (laughs) so yeah we're gonna try to give people something more pleasant it's like watching a high-speed time-lapse of tectonic plates. Like, technically, they're moving, but not really. <laughs> Even when I get moves, we, we had, like, a, an actual dance instructor teach us moves for K-pop once, and we recorded it. And I'm doing the moves, but as far as I can tell, I'm just shuffling back and forth awkwardly. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. So we'll see if I get any better, because I got a lot of time now. A lot of time to work on this. I'll probably do that at least once a week. Once I get more comfortable and get used to embarrassing myself and humiliating myself. You already live in Brooklyn with a podcast. If you aren't used to embarrassing yourself now, I don't know what you're waiting for. The dance thing you know is another tier. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I'm just saying, pace yourself. It's going to be a long quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, we're getting there. But so we'll be doing a variety of streams. We're going to try to stream, if at all possible, every single day. If we don't, it's either because I needed a day off or we're recording. So you guys can have that to look forward to. Uh, But thanks for listening, y'all. We appreciate it. Have a good one.